0: Hello and welcome to Get What You Give, a weekly podcast that dives deep into the journey and process of transformation at the levels of mind, body, and spirit. My name is Chelsea Eden Dubow, and I'm an intuitive channel and spiritual teacher who is blessed to be able to help human beings overcome life's biggest obstacle to transformation themselves. Welcome to episode four. You know, 90% of podcasts don't make it past the third episode. Isn't that something? I once heard someone say, I think it was on another podcast, that if you start a podcast, you should do it really well. And you know what I say to that? Do it messy. I promised myself as a recovering perfectionist that I would do this messy, not perfect, and you know what? I'll get better. Focused effort consistently applied over time. And besides, if you want to go anywhere, you got to start somewhere. Okay, on to our topic today. One thing that has recently come to mind in various downloads is the concept of forgiveness and what forgiveness means for us in context of our growth and what it means for us in terms of change, specifically looking at transformation, because that's what we're all about here. We're about transforming into that which we are meant to be, which is paradoxically that which we already are. We're just not aware of it. And specifically, we're going to look at forgiveness as it relates to the root chakra or root energy center of your body. And if you're more interested, this has to do with a concept in my coaching model called life cycling. I've put a graphic online on the blog post for this episode. Go check it out. In life cycling, the root chakra or energy center is associated with the first seven years of your life. The first seven years of life is also linked to the abundance pillar of source and therefore love creation joy and abundance love being the thing that connects all of us right that's literally the meaning of love it's connection not only that love is what made you it's also the stuff of which you're made creation is the expression of that love. Joy is the result of creation and abundance is the result of joy. They're linked. Each life cycle is thus associated with a corresponding energy center and source pillar both of which have specific energetic qualities which play active roles in our lives so that you know when a traumatic event occurs in any life cycle this energetic disturbance if it's not released or transcended may cause a blockage, which in turn causes the energetic opposites to surface, meaning that all of the positive qualities associated with each energy center and pillar may be experienced as their opposite, aka those negative qualities. For example, positive qualities associated with root and abundance include safety, security, stability, and a feeling of enoughness the energetic opposites as they might manifest if there is a root blockage could be felt as fear scarcity instability and lack and there is a difference between objective scenarios where fear scarcity and stability are a state a human being finds themselves in versus a nervous system response aka a memory of a past event which leads to those feelings in the present. For many of us, those first seven years of life contains trauma. And trauma means very different things to very different people, depending on personal experiences, worldview, the things that you've witnessed, etc. And when we're talking about trauma here, what I'm really trying to get at is, foundationally, it's suffering. It's suffering in one or more different forms. And I'm not really speaking about it from the therapeutic side because I'm not a therapist. When I'm speaking about trauma, I'm talking about anything that's happened to you that's caused suffering. And suffering and trauma being both the same thing, they're a universal part of this human condition. Experts describe big and little t trauma which might describe the type of event that caused the trauma and admittedly there are objectively bad to worse to terrible and horrific things that can happen to us but setting aside the labels for the events themselves suffering itself does not exist on a spectrum suffering Suffering just is. We cannot and should not compare suffering because of its subjectivity within the body and mind. Returning to the root and abundance cycle, where there is trauma or suffering, there will continue to be a perceived lack unless that disturbance or blockage is released. And one way to do that is through forgiveness. But first, let's examine what I mean when I say forgiveness. It's kind of a controversial term, isn't it? For some, forgiveness means washing away the sins of another. It means removing the accountability for actions. Not always, but to some, it was for me. And if we're coming at the concept of forgiveness from an unhealed place, that perception may be very real, especially if the person we are, if it's a person we need to forgive, if the person we're trying to forgive hasn't apologized or made any attempt to make amends. Suffering comes at us from so many different angles, so many different places. The reality of forgiveness, though, is something much different. Much better, in fact, because it's rooted in self love. You see, while the suffering lingers in your heart and being, you are the one in prison. When we forgive, whether it's an event, an act, a circumstance, a person, a company, whatever. We release ourselves from the bonds of that prison. For me personally, I experienced abuse as a child in my first life cycle and and I carried the need for validation from the individual along with many other linked behaviors and limiting beliefs because of it. For most of my life. I wanted them to apologize and say sorry, but it never happened. It was quite the opposite. A consistent denial of my experiences, which caused me to question myself at every turn, undermining deeply my sense of self. I understand the pain that comes when you're seeking that validation from the person who hurt you and you don't get it. But the one who remained in captivity wasn't the person who hurt me. It was me, the victim. And because I identified with victim for all those years, that's what I kept getting back in return. That's what I embodied. And victims always remain victims, until they decide not to be victims anymore. The paradox here is that the validation you seek doesn't come from the person who hurt you. It must come from within. Forgiveness, the way I'm going to explain it, is a tool of freedom. It's a tool that we wield to exercise our own free will to free ourselves from the prison that unresolved pain keeps us locked within. It's so hard to forgive things that occurred in that first life cycle, because they occur when we're at our most pure, most innocent, and are still developing our sense of self in this third dimensional realm. Events that occur within the root Therefore, grow into the tree itself if not removed and set free. These events shift the earth beneath our feet and when you're small, it shakes the very notion of what you believe life to be and who you are in the world. And so when these things happen in those first zero to seven years, you integrate and become the limiting beliefs that you form as a result of them. They go on to form your identity or that whom you identify with. And then of course there are follow on events, follow on traumas that happen in later cycles and they're usually always related back to the original trauma, the original sin. As we enter into the inventory process of life cycling, more often than not, our map will take us back through time to the original suffering, the moment our perception of this life was altered, triggering a scab of limiting beliefs around us so as to protect us from the pain. Our behaviors, habits, thoughts, feelings, reactions, all things that you might take for granted but which point to the places inside that need attention and need healing. You might not even be conscious of what those things are but rest assured if you're struggling that struggle any resistance you feel is pointing you to the path. That path is awareness and the solution forgiveness. And contained within forgiveness is everything you need to transform from suffering to peace. Forgiveness isn't just something we do. It's something we embody. It's something we get to be. It is an art. Acknowledge, reframe, and thank the suffering for the gifts it has brought. Yes, I said gifts. Acknowledging the event or the suffering helps us validate it. Validates the experience. Reframing then is how we look at it differently. And we look for that gift within the buried treasure. This is how we create alchemy. This is how we alchemize the experience so that we can train ourselves and make it part of our transformation practice to start looking at things differently. And of course we let it go in gratitude. We thank it. In doing so we keep the past in the past and we heal in the here and now the infinite present which no longer has need for those limiting beliefs. The illusions and walls we've put up around ourselves over the years. You are free. So who are you now without all the stuff that isn't real? You are your most authentic self. Think of yourself as a tree The root chakra is literally the roots of your body, your physicality reaching down into the earth. In order for you to be a strong tree, your roots have to be as deep as they need to be. But when that root chakra is disturbed during that first life cycle, can those roots grow well? Can they grow deeply? Probably not. And so part of the work that we do and part of the work that we all need to be doing is digging out the sickness and giving space to the healthy roots so that they may regrow. We do this by propping up the rest of the tree with support as we bring to the surface, everything we've been afraid to look at. It's that simple and yet that difficult at the same time, because the critical piece here is awareness. You cannot perceive what you are not aware of, but paying attention to what you're not paying attention to is going to bridge the gap between conscious and unconscious living. For me, the biggest aha moment came when I saw how every habit was linked to that original trauma. Every disappointment, every shadow character that revealed itself over time. Everything. For me, that root energy abundance pillar disturbance it spilled over into every other life cycle spawning other trauma events that were all caused by the original one it was like a domino effect a snowball gathering momentum down a hill i didn't release myself from that prison and things got worse and when things get worse how i've learned to reframe them is by thinking of them as breadcrumbs they are little hints that something needs to change. And if you don't listen to them, they're gonna keep coming. The heart of all of it, of all suffering, is the separation from your true self, your most authentic self, which is what we give away without knowing it when we let ourselves suffer over time. I say let ourselves because suffering is a choice, even if we are not aware of that choice. I certainly wasn't. And when we let ourselves suffer, we add ourselves to the list of those we need to forgive. Forgiveness of self then becomes the greatest act of self-love that a person can commit. The art of forgiveness is all about self-love. But let's return for the moment to something I just said. Suffering is a choice. How does that make you feel in the body and mind? For me, it used to make me itchy, mad. How could that be true? That's not fair to put on someone. I get it. My transformation journey didn't start with understanding and integrating that. But it certainly was something I had to delve into fast because I was blocked. Blocked in my root energy center. And it wasn't just because of suffering in that life cycle, it was because I was holding on to the suffering for dear life. I identified with it. When I say suffering is a choice, what it means to me is that I have the freedom to decide whether to let down this burden which I've gotten so used to carrying that I now believe it forms a large part of my identity and because I identify with it it makes me unconsciously afraid to let it go freeing yourself from this prison may also include the paradoxical realization that it all happened for a reason this has been my experience And I know that this concept doesn't resonate with all, but if it does, I ask this. If there is no purpose in suffering, then can there be purpose in life if this life holds nothing but suffering for much of it? Conversely, if there is purpose in suffering and in life, then cannot both be tools for growth both on the physical plane and in the higher realms? The meaning that we give to situations will determine our relationship to not just the situation, but ourselves. If you ascribe no purpose to an objectively bad event, it stands to reason that the darkness you see is all that there is, but holding space for paradox means that perhaps if you open your heart to the possibility that something bad may produce something good, you are already on the journey of one whose greatest gift to the world will be your understanding, compassion, acceptance, and surrender. If there is no purpose to one thing, there is no purpose to any other thing. And that would justify the terrible things that happen in this world. But if you believe in purpose, in life in the beautiful paradoxical truth of this universe and existence. You will see that there is no growth, no evolution, no progress, no change, no transformation without an equal or opposite force or polarity that pushes something or someone into movement. Which means that every objectively bad thing that happens to you is directly responsible for the person you are including the version of yourself that you feel separated from. If you are here, that means you have endured, learned, grown, and experienced, and therefore have a wealth of knowledge and skills that can and should be cultivated and excavated and brought to light to the world. Because the world needs you. It needs the compassion and empathy that have grown from your struggles, it needs your creativity and personal power, and it needs your love. If you're still identifying with your trauma, that is what you give to the world, and that is what you get back in return. The difference between there and here is only as long as it takes for you to recognize that you are still that beautiful, pure being that arrived on this planet. Don't let your suffering make you think it is anything other than another curriculum to be learned, integrated, and moved on from. We'll now dive into a guided meditation. If you're driving, make sure you come back later. Welcome to this guided meditation on using forgiveness as a powerful tool for transformation. Find a comfortable position, either sitting or lying down, and take a moment to center yourself. Close your eyes if you feel comfortable doing so. Today we embark on a journey of healing and transformation through the practice of forgiveness. Begin by taking a deep breath in, allowing the air to fill your lungs and exhaling slowly. Inhale compassion and as you exhale, release any tension or burdens you may be carrying. Feel the breath as it anchors you in the present moment. Shift your focus inward. Visualize a warm golden light at the center of your being. This light represents the essence of your true self, pure, loving and compassionate. Feel this light radiating throughout your entire being, embracing you in a cocoon of unconditional love. As you connect with this inner light, recognize that forgiveness is a pathway to accessing and expressing this innate love within you. Reflect on any areas of your life where forgiveness is needed, whether towards yourself or others. Picture these situations as heavy burdens that you've been carrying. Notice the weight they place on your heart and spirit. Acknowledge that forgiveness is not about condoning actions, but releasing the hold they have on your well-being. Understand that the journey of forgiveness is a gift you give to yourself. As you continue to breathe, visualize the situations that require forgiveness. Imagine a gentle stream of forgiveness flowing from your heart, bathing these experiences in healing light. See the burdens dissipating, replaced by a sense of lightness and liberation. Extend forgiveness not only to others, but also to yourself. Recognize that you are human, capable of growth and transformation. Embrace the idea that forgiveness is a powerful catalyst for personal evolution. each breath, release the grip of resentment, anger, or hurt. Picture these emotions as leaves carried away by a gentle breeze. Feel a sense of spaciousness within you as forgiveness creates room for new possibilities and growth. Allow the healing light of forgiveness to permeate every corner of your being dissolving any lingering shadows, trust in the transformative power of this practice. Now, turn your attention inward once more. Embrace yourself with love and compassion. Acknowledge the courage it takes to forgive and release. You are not defined by past hurts or mistakes. You are a being of resilience and strength. Repeat affirmations of self-love and self-compassion. I am worthy of forgiveness. I am deserving of love. Let these affirmations resonate deeply within you. Express gratitude for the transformative journey you've undertaken through the practice of forgiveness. Recognize that this process is ongoing and each moment offers an opportunity for healing and growth. Gently bring your awareness back to the present moment. Wiggle your fingers and toes, becoming aware of your physical body. When you're ready, open your eyes. Carry the energy of forgiveness with you as you navigate your day. Remember that forgiveness is a tool for personal transformation, a gateway to a more liberated and compassionate existence. Thank you so much for joining in this guided meditation. Blessings. Thank you for joining me on You Get What You Give. For more information about Edensgate Spiritual Academy, please visit the website at edensgate.ca. Until next time, and remember, you are loved beyond measure.